the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Tanner Hendrickson and I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. So the Cardinals made some big moves yesterday, sending Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton down to Texas for three prospects, really two prospects and a major league arm that was thrown in. And then Jordan Hicks went up to Toronto for two pitching prospects as well. And Alex, we're not going to be phonies. We're not going to be frauds. Uh, We're not out here watching a whole lot of Texas Rangers or Toronto Blue Jays minor league film. So we go to the people that do. That's J.J. Cooper. He's the editor-in-chief of Baseball America. He joins us now here on the show. Uh, J.J., we appreciate the time as always and what I know is a crazy busy time for you guys over at Baseball America. Let's start with this. When you saw the returns that the Cardinals got yesterday in the Montgomery and the Hicks deal, your reaction was what? Solid returns. Um, basically, and this sounds really boring nowadays, but a lot of times on these moves, it's this is not what we used to have. Like, I started Baseball America in 2002, and at that time, there would be there was less information out there for one, but there would be trades where you go, okay, I get this for one team, I don't get it for the other. Nowadays, I feel like a lot of teams are kind of off of a more similar uh, – they're, they're, the, the valuations of these players is more similar than it used to be. And so a lot of these moves happen, and you look at it and you say, yeah, that makes sense. And I would say in both of these cases, yeah, these make sense. These are among the better returns that we've seen on trade so far. But those were that's partly because the players that the Cardinals gave up, they're both rentals, but they're among the better available players in positions of demand. The average reliever isn't all that valuable at the deadline as a rental. But if you have a guy who can be that eighth, ninth inning guy, Jordan Hicks can be that, that has value. Starting pitchers always command a higher premium at the trade deadline. And Jordan Montgomery is quite simply one of the more durable and reliable starters who is available. So I'm not surprised that they got a pretty solid return. JJ, the the one thing that John Mozalak talked about going into this trade deadline was pitching, 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 and making upgrades there. Do you making upgrades, I should say, for 2024? Do you feel like the Cardinals got that in both of these trades? No, and that's nothing against these trades, but like that's asking a lot, right? Okay, they were probably going to lose Montgomery anyway, but Montgomery is <laughs> at the end of the day. You know, maybe he's a number four. You could argue he's a number three. But this is a guy who's on pace to make 30 starts for a third straight season who has basically time in and time out is pretty reliable in addition to being durable. He doesn't – he's not one of those guys who gives you a great outing and then gets blown out of the – you know, knocked out in the second the next time up. He pretty much goes out there and and generally is going to give you a solid outing. 
I, I, it's, it's asking a lot to expect that any of the three, you know, the pitchers that they pick up here are going to be able to do that next year. That's not, these aren't top, this isn't a Grayson Rodriguez. This isn't a, you know, a, a top of the top hundred uh, prospects that they got back. These are guys who have a chance. And I say in all three cases, Klopfenstein, Roby, Reversi, all have a chance. But if one of these guys ends up being a useful big league starter, if one of these guys ends up being a useful big league reliever, and one of them basically ends up an up-and-down guy who, who doesn't really make an impact, that would be more kind of track for the, the level of prospect they are, more so than, oh, these guys are all going to step in and, and help next year and help significantly next year. So Roby is the guy that feels to me, and you're the expert on this, so I'll certainly defer mm-hmm. to your opinion on it, but he feels like the high upside piece among the pitchers that they yeah. acquired yesterday. I- I've been thinking yeah. just from our perspective as Cardinals people, right? We we know Gordon Graceffo in the Cardinals system. Is that kind of the level of prospects that we're talking about with him? It's funny. Uh, Jeff Ponce does our uh, Cardinals list, and he does our Blue Jays list, and when we were talking about these guys, he's saying, like, that's kind of where he sees kind of yeah, around that range. I would probably take Recepo, but around that range. The, the key thing with Roby that we want to see is he had a, an elbow, a minor elbow injury in, in 21, and, and now he's had a, a shoulder issue in 23. So there is an aspect of this where you just want to see him stay healthy. Um, but if he is, it is a power arm. It's a guy who's not, you know, four steps away. And it's kind of like, and, he, and, it's a, and he's a guy who has a, a wide array of pitches. It's, you know, command and control are always going to be kind of the key questions about a guy being able to be a starter. But if he continues to improve that, this is a guy who could be a power, you know, a, a, a starter with some swing and missability. And obviously that's, I would say that that is the high upside here. <laughs> J.J. Cooper is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You find his work over at Baseball America, where he is the editor-in-chief. You should be checking out all the stuff that they're putting out around this time of the year, especially as the Cardinals, for the first time in 20 years, are legitimate sellers at the deadline. So we're going to have to read into some of these prospects over the coming days and weeks. Uh, J.J., one of the guys that Cardinals fans certainly have been excited about is the one position player that they were able to get in return for Montgomery and Stratton in this deal. It's Thomas, and I'm going to try to pronounce this last name, Sujasi. Sujasi? Sugazi. Sugazi is, I believe, how it's pronounced. Now, I say this, I've asked people, but at the same time, I am terrible about pronunciation. But <laughs> Sugazi. Okay, so we're on the same page here in terms of the pronunciation. Yeah. What are the Cardinals getting in him? Tell us a little bit about this player and how the Cardinals were able to get him, what he projects to be. He, to me, of all the guys they got yesterday, is the one I am kind of most comfortable is is going to have some sort of MLB role. Now, I think all these guys have a pretty good shot to have MLB roles, but Sugasi's going to hit. And what's the most important thing you can do as a, as a position player? You start with, can you hit? Now, he can hit, and he's hit everywhere he's gone, and he keeps getting better as a hitter. You know, he's done it double A this year. I don't think that he's ever going to be a, 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 a defensive asset. The question is going to be, can he be a second baseman or a third baseman who's you know, who's average? And I, I give the Cardinals credit on this. This is something that they've generally done a good job of, which is they'll take a guy who can hit, and then they'll help him improve his defense. They've done this 
time in, time out. If you can do that with Segesi, then you really are talking about potential regular. The, the hands work really well. He's just a, a pure hitter, and, and it's not like he's a slap hitter either. He's a guy who makes a lot of contact but also can, you know, drive the ball, gap power especially. And when you say, well, how did they end up with them? This is a case of take advantage of another team surplus, right? Which is, I, as much as I just described him and I, and I like Segesi, he wasn't going to play for Texas, right? He's not moving Corey Seager, who signed for forever. He's not moving Marcus Simeon, who signed for forever. He's not moving Josh Young, who is, you know, a, a rookie of the year candidate at third base. And then you say, okay, well, what about if one of those guys gets hurt? Well, they also have Duran. They also have Josh Smith. Like, they had a surplus of infielders at the upper levels. They still have a little bit. They have the Justin Foskey sitting at AAA as well. So the Cardinals were able to take advantage of, a, you know, of another team's surplus where if the Rangers didn't have any middle infielders, maybe they'd be a little bit less uh, willing to, to part with a, a guy like Segesi. But because he's really probably their fourth or fifth option in the upper minors and majors, okay, well, then he's available, and I, he goes to the Cardinals, and I'm not saying he immediately becomes the Cardinals like answer at second base or third base, but he is a guy who, again, depending on how things go, the Cardinals are kind of uh, you know relatively well-suited to those positions, but he is a guy who I think by sometime in 24 could be uh, competing for a big league job, and you know, if the opportunity arises, could be a regular late next year or, or the year after. Well, speaking of surplus there, J.J., for the Cardinals, uh, you mentioned it, the infielders. They've got Nolan Gorman and Brennan Donovan and Tommy Edmond and Mason Wynn coming up, and now they add this player. Uh, maybe not so much could you see a trade for the Cardinals moving one of those guys, whether it be the trade deadline or the offseason, but if they were to move a Gorman or a Wynn or a Donovan, do you see that being a mistake for the Cardinals? See, I look at those as very different, right? Like, if you trade Mason Wynn, you're trading a true shortstop, right? None of these other guys we're talking about are that. So I kind of look at Wynn as, again, this is – it would not shock me if Wynn is the Cardinal shortstop of the, of the long term. It makes a lot of sense, right? He's having a great year at AAA. This, that's a true shortstop. Arenado is kind of in a category of his own, right? Like, if you're trading him, then it becomes a question of, okay, are you looking at this as kind of a, a longer-term rebuild, right? Like, I, I know that there possibly are moves that can be made where you can get better by trading a star, but usually if you trade the star in a, in a trade, it, it's, it's tough to win that deal, and, and we obviously see an example of that. You know, if you're a Rockies fan and you say, well, what do you think of the return you got when the Cardinals traded for Nolan Arenado? I, I think you'd look pretty frustratedly at that right now. And and even with a Gorman, like, I struggle right now to see where are you getting the best value for him as you're trading him right now, or, you know, he's still young, he's still cost-controlled for a number of years. Is it something where, is he a building block, or is he a guy that, that helps you get a building block? And I think a lot of that depends on, do the Cardinals think that this was a, uh, a bad, you know, an, aber- an aberrant bad year, or is this something where, oh, this is a, a bigger rebuild that needs to take place? 
J.J. Cooper is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Always appreciate his time joining us here on 101 ESPN. J.J., final question. We'll get you out of here on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Jordan Walker is a player that Cardinals fans are very excited about, to say the least. But the defense in right field so far this season has been really rough, to say the least. He is a very new player to the position. He was not moved there until uh, basically August of last year. When you have seen in the minors players make that adjustment to the outfield, especially at his age, he's just 21 years old. How long do you typically give them before saying, you know what, it's probably just not going to work? It, it kind of depends situation by situation because it, it really depends a lot to me on what are the issues, right? Because there are things that you can improve, reads, routes. That's the and there issue. Are things you can't. <laughs> right. So I'm saying that's improvable, right? If you say, you know, the guy got a perfect jump, the guy got a great read, he took a good route, he just couldn't get there because he's just his feet, he just doesn't have the foot speed. Well, you're not going to be able to do anything about that, right? You could position guy a little better. Reads and routes, reads and routes. I do think it's it's way too soon to say like, okay, again, you're you're never going to get a Gold Glover out there probably, but like you said, this is a guy who. Not just he's still new to the position, he's new to the position, and throw on top of that, he's doing his on-the-job training while also facing the challenge of, of trying to become a better hitter at the big league level as well. So he's had a lot on his plate this year. Obviously, that's got to be a big, big, big to-do item going forward. And I would say if at this time next year you're saying, you know, you haven't seen a whole lot of improvement on it, well, then you're looking at it and saying, is this the first baseman, you know, of the future, post-Goldschmidt era, you know, and things like that? Or, you know, is it somewhere else? But I do think it's probably too soon right now when you're talking about someone who's as young as he is, who's as new to the position as he is. I, 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 I think of other examples. It's like sometimes it does take two or three years, you know, because you, you have to kind of flip that switch and you, you just need a lot of fly balls. You just need a lot of chances to get that understanding of, okay, I've seen this before. He hasn't seen all this before from that angle. He's J.J. Cooper. You find their great work over at Baseball America. Also follow him on Twitter at J.J. Coop 36. J.J. Coop 36 is where you can find him on Twitter. J.J., appreciate the time, man. I know it's crazy busy for you right now. Hopefully we'll talk with you again soon if the Cardinals continue making some more of these trades. Sounds good.